It's the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast. With Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Jesus Christ, Spencer. What's up, guys? What up? What up? What up? That's Spencer making all the noise. We told him not to flip pages in his fucking notebook or click any goddamn pens, and instead he's got a fucking, I don't know, rocks in a canteen. He's just shaking around. Oh, you uh, can hear that? God damn it. Yeah, that was, that was fucking obnoxious, dude. I'm trying, to get my, I'm trying to get my water extra cold, man. I'm bougie. Oh, I'll man. cut it out. No more noises for me. Look I this. broke all my pens. Look at that. Just I, Just water, no ice. Or I guess it's all ice, but it's melted. Sorry, Mr. Perfect. And a glass. Look, it's silent. It's silent. It's making no noise. This is Hats Off, Gloves Off. Welcome back to the show, folks. This is uh, the uh, last true uh, respite of justice in the world. We, uh, we dish it out, the good and the bad. If, you, uh, if you're a good boy, you get a hats off. If you're a bad boy, you get a gloves off. We're the yin and the yang. The, uh, um, that's it. I'm done. You guys We're get the it. Casey and JoJo. We're the Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. There you go. Two of America's most wanted in the same <laughs> motherfucking place at the same motherfucking time. Um, you got anything hot? Why do you want to start this thing? Yeah, I guess I'll start it off. I got a little quickie. Uh, this Ooh. one just, uh, it's a, I'm going to hats off. Hats off. Hats off to hats you, off. sir. I like this one a lot because it's just a simple getting under someone's skin. And it's uh, LeBron James got real fired up, got a little pissed off. Um, just I like, you know, fucking sports announcers have a lot of time to kill. They have a lot to say. Sometimes they say dumb stuff. But uh, this guy, they're doing a fucking, I don't know, doing a game. And- Sometimes they can be distracted if there's women in the room. Oh, that's possible, but don't please don't say that. I don't want to f- fire you from this podcast. But um, one of the ESPN announcers said that, uh, God, this name's so hard, that Giannis Antetokounmpo, the name is A-N-T-E-T-O-K-O-U-N-M-P-O, whatever Giannis. it was. Yeah, he, uh, he basically compared this guy to Scottie Pippen. And then the other announcer, Jay Williams, said that LeBron was more like Scottie Pippen. And LeBron flipped the fuck out. Because whether that's true or not, I have no idea. But one thing I do know is LeBron's gone his entire life trying to be better than Jordan, you know? Uh huh. And he's unoriginal, <laughs> too. LeBron's number is 23, which is fucking lame. Like, you'll never be better than a player whose number you steal, you know? Yeah, it just makes no sense. Like, just pick another number and make it famous. But, uh, so, I love that they just compared him to Pippen because he's been going his entire life trying to be better than Jordan or be as good as Jordan, and now they're just comparing him to his sidekick. (laughs) (laughs) Because they said that he was uh, more like Pippen when he played for the Heat and blah, blah, blah. But he's like, he actually tweeted out, um, explain to me what the fuck I got to do with this subject matter. I'm over here minding my own business, preparing for Houston. And by the way, I ain't nobody but my goddamn self. <laughs> Bro, don't he literally has like 
bigger fish to fry. He's like he's like the face of the NBA right now, and they're going through some shit. Like the ratings are down. That all of like the China controversy, where he's like, "Oh, you got to stand up to injustice," but it's, everybody's like, well, "What about communist China?" And he's like, "We don't talk about them. Don't stop there. Their yeah, logos get, on our uniforms. We get way too much money from China." So yeah, that was really it. But I just like the idea of like LeBron getting ready for a game and being like, "God," because that's a new one. People have always said he's not as good as Jordan. He'll never be as good as Jordan. But to compare him to Pippen, and Pippen was really good, but he still will always be. Oh yeah, all star. Second fiddle. I mean, Pippen also has six fucking championships, which is more than LeBron. Yeah, but that's also <laughs> it's like um, if he's competing with Kobe, and they're like, yeah, he really plays like Derek Fisher, and you're like, ah, he Derek Fisher's great, man. But I gotta yeah. be honest with you, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm a little I, better than the Fishmeister. Also, he like he's he's been in this sport his entire life. Like he's he's now been in this sport longer than he hasn't professionally he should know that like espn's a fucking channel and these guys just need to talk they need to fill fucking 24 hours a day some of these guys do like fucking two hour shows daily it's fucking insane like these these people are just going to speculate they're just going to you know throw wild shit out there topics of discussion they just got to fucking fill the airtime and he's flipping out like i've never got that if like especially in the past you know 10 15 years where like i understand like i don't know like uh, like MLB post game where they just do like ten minutes at the end, you know, fill the time slot or you know what I mean. Just go to the end of the block or whatever. It's like you don't yeah, need to say anything outrageous. Seven. Yeah, you don't need to say anything outrageous. You just like, oh, let's sum up the game. This guy had a good performance. That that guy did this. But now it's like, no, there's there's literally seven ESPNs. There's an NBA channel. You know what I mean? Eight thousand podcasts, and yeah, these people just need shit to say. Of course, they're going to like half the shows are just based on like hot takes. Like one guy says Tom Brady's the greatest quarterback ever. The other guy says, no way. It was Joe Namath. And then they fight for three hours. I mean, imagine all these shows were on the air during COVID when there were no sports. That must have been <laughs> yeah, <that's what> <laughs> so difficult. That like, was for goddamn three sports. months. F- imagine having like a two hour a day show five days a week and nobody's playing anything. So, yeah. Let's say LeBron is like Pippen. Why the hell not? Well, yeah, well, it's like I don't know. Like what? I mean, there's also like like you can like like Scott Van Pelt. He covers like all sports. You know what I mean? So if he runs out of gas, he can just like switch it up or like find another hot story or this and that. But it's like, no, this is the LeBron hour of fucking Sports Center. What are we going to talk about? And this guy was just like, ah, eh, this this might get somebody mad or like, or he's basically just going like. Yeah, I think I, like the way he's played, especially on the Heat, I saw a lot of similarities to like the role he played uh, with like Pippen on the Bulls, and he just has to say it like in an inflammatory way. You know what I mean? Because he's on fucking TV. You can't just like you have to have takes, but you can't, they they got to be fucking hot takes. They got to be spicy takes. They can't just be fucking mediocre takes. Agreed. And this, uh, this guy's just being like very level-headed, like, hey, let's talk about this for a second. And then LeBron's got to fucking go off on him. Yeah, I mean, he actually tweeted the F word. So, uh, although I, be- I didn't, I bet you the tweet, LeBron being a corporate man, he probably did that, like, bleep, or did like the bleeped it, you know, like put a yeah. star and a number seven instead of saying the word fuck. But, oh, yeah, uh, Ex- exclamation point, pound sign. Yeah, so I'm going to say after this that uh, LeBron's a little bitch. And Pippen is, <laughs> Pippen is better than LeBron. How about that? 
Pippen is pimp, and, and LeBron is no, wrong. Yeah, he's LeRong. <laughs> oh, you a fool for this one, LeBron. Right, oh. So that's it. That's it for the sports world. Dodgers are doing well. Lakers mm-hmm. are going to be playing Houston. You know, sports are in. Football comes back in a week. Well, the Lakers better be careful, dude, because if I know anything about Los Angeles versus Houston over the last few years, I don't know if you can steal signs in fucking basketball, but uh, you got to watch <laughs> out for those Houston teams. Yeah, I'd stay the hell away. That's for goddamn sure. Oh. That does suck that uh, Houston was going to get booed incessantly for the whole year and COVID came around. So, like, it's such a bummer. I actually was going to go. There's a, a Dodger fans, and they all got together to rent a bus, and we're all going to go down to <laughs> Anaheim because the Angels' opening day game was going to be against Houston. So there was going to be 80 Dodger fans just in one section booing, and that got taken away. But, wow. yeah, so of all, not many people benefited from COVID except for, like, Amazon, Postmates, and the Houston Astros. Yeah, and a handful of Dominican guys. Yeah, those guys <laughs> nailed it. Uh, I mean, it's pretty sweet, though. I don't want to get into conspiracy territory, but maybe the Astros yes, had do. something to do with it. Something's oh, with COVID. Must be yeah. conspiracy. You know, these guys all live in the islands. They could, You know, you can sneak something back. Maybe a vial of bat poison. Ooh. I don't know. I'm not not wearing my lab coat right now, but I'm just throwing things out there. You guys do the research. So maybe it wasn't Kung Flu. Maybe it was the Dominican flu. No, it came from, it definitely came from Wuhan, the pool party capital of the fucking world right now. Spring Break 99, Wuhan. (laughs) But, but uh, to get it into the country, I'm not, I'm not buying stories. It wasn't that guy that lives up in Santa Clarita. It was the fucking shortstop for the the uh, Ill- illegitimate winners of the World Series. Yeah, it was you, Jose Altuve. That's who we're coming after. Yeah, fuck you, Jose Altuve. How are you fucking four foot seven and you're <laughs> goddamn elite athlete? Well, he hasn't been hitting that well, and that that was a great Jose Altuve thing where um, he told his his uh, his teammates not to rip off his shirt when he got home runs and they celebrated because he was modest and his wife didn't want him to. But if you Google Jose Altuve shirtless, there are like 8,000 photos of it. So he just <laughs> didn't want, he didn't want him doing it because he had like recording devices or beeping machines in his Jersey. So. Hey, it's just the, the fucking, the worst I'm wearing a wire. Like, Hey guys, just don't, just let me know if you're going to dump Gatorade on me. I don't want to get electric. Um, <laughs> I mean, um, I'm a it's Christian. Cold. It's cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I got a good one. What you got, buddy? You know, I'm going to I'm gonna switch it up. I'm going to save that one because I got a string of semi-affiliated. Did you hear about this one? This is a uh, fucking hats off, I guess. Hats off to you, sir. And this isn't even necessarily to the specific individual that, uh, you know, the perpetrator of this uh, act, but more of just like this is uh, hats off because this is the kind of news I thought I would be seeing in 2020. You know, when we were a kid, we we were promised, you know, flying cars and uh, like Blade Runner cities. And, you know, I was expecting at least like Demolition Man, you know. Yeah, I was I was promised that in 2020 I would be able to go to a baseball game. <laughs> now you can go virtually 
Yeah. Um, now I so can't the, even go see a, a movie. Now I can't even go boo the Astros. Thanks, Obama. Um, <laughs> the fucking FBI is investigating an incident that took place near LAX. So apparently two pilots were coming in for a landing. It doesn't say where they were coming from, but American Airlines was uh, lining up for the old runway drop, uh, you know, trying to touch down and drop off their passengers. And uh, at like 3,000 feet, the pilots called into the tower saying they saw a man with a jetpack in their flight path. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's a pretty L.A. thing to happen. Exactly. Um, so basically there's a lot of elements I like about this story. First of all, they put it, they don't put it like in quotes, but they basically set up the scene where the, for the, the pilot was like to saying to his co-pilot is like, is that a fucking guy in a jetpack? And the co-pilot looked and it's like, and he corroborated his sighting. But it was like, Hey, is that a fucking jetpack? He's like, what the fuck? I think that's a jetpack. Are jetpacks even real? I didn't even think they, you know made them i didn't think they were like oh you haven't seen jetpacks dude well i've seen the ones that utilize water but i did i don't know i guess i wasn't aware of how how good jetpack technology no has been dude because i also read this years? story no i read yeah because i read this article and i started googling jetpacks and yeah i've been out of the loop to say the least yeah so like that's the basic rig this dude's working with those are like the common ones you'll see and like the, the navy even showed one off like earlier in the year where the guy had like two like big old thrusters hooked to his wrist so he was like fucking iron man flying around but he like flew off an, an, an air carrier and flew like a half mile and then came back and landed back on the uh fucking i don't know destroyer the battleship if it, you will um but basically the, the cops first response are like are you sure and he's like, yeah, we're pilots, man. Like, and then like, well, they, to be fair, they were probably blackout drunk if they're pilots. But <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, not everybody's Denzel from flight, though. These dudes lined up, and the the they were questioning the pilots, and then like the pilots' union or whatever the association was like, hey, like these dudes are flying like, you know, millions of passengers a year. Like they're they like just what you have to do to like get your pilot's license. They have like acute sight. Like, hyper-awareness, all this stuff. Like, it's insulting to not say these dudes saw a fucking... If they say they saw a jetpack, they saw a fucking jetpack, dude. Some people are speculating it might be a stunt. You know what I mean? Just, like, some type of inflatable that looks like a human. Yeah, I read it, I read about the mannequin aspect, that it was, in fact, a jetpack, but it might not have been a real human. I heard it was a, a promotion for real sex dolls. And it was just uh, <laughs> it was just a Jenna Jameson sex doll strapped into it. Uh, <laughs> but like other people are like, oh, maybe it was a Mylar balloon. But it's like, do you know, like David Blaine just did that thing where he tried to like lift off on balloons. Did you see that? Yeah, where he floated around in Arizona. Yeah, but it took like literally like I don't know, what was it like fifty two balloons that were all like ten feet wide. You know, like. It's like, I think I know the difference between, like, a, just a guy floating and a fucking half mile of balloons. Yeah, <laughs> I, I know the difference between a fucking Iron Man in a jetpack and uh, the, the old grandpa from Up with 800,000 <laughs> balloons to lift up his house. Um, but there's also, it's a lot, of, a lot of news on, I guess, flight lately. Because there's that video of that little girl who got flung around at like 
the kite competition or whatever. Oh yeah, that was that was nuts. fucking wild. And she held on too. That girl's got some grit, man. Oh yeah, she fucking better. That's like fight or flight, or that's it's now fight, flight, or hold on. Hold yeah, because she, she was getting flung around like she was. It wasn't like she was just hanging on like pussy ass David Blaine. Like the wind was making her do flips in the air. Dude, have you ever done that? Like you ever like swung on a rope? Yeah, definitely. it's like I know, but like it's it takes a lot more strength than you would assume. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's why there's so many good YouTube videos of like people swinging <laughs> on rope swings and just eating shit. And just they always the make bank. it like, yeah, they hit like the edge. So they're so close to hitting the water, but take a little detour into a rock. Even when I've done that, like I don't I, I'm more concerned about fat people than children on a rope swing because children can hold up their own weight easier. But when there's like a fat guy lining up at the lake, I'm like, hey, bro, hold the fuck on. Yeah, they don't and- realize that part of like the rope becoming taut and kind of snapping where they like <laughs> it just they, fucking whips you they free fall for like two seconds and then that momentum of the line tightening just flings them off yeah like i can i'll fucking i'll record i'll throw up some bonus content i'll hold on to my iron gym for as long as i can i'll just throw it in my door jam and just see how long i can hang on versus fucking getting whipped around that girl's got like fucking uh like longshoreman fucking forearms now <laughs> she's, yeah, like, she's tightening shit with a wrench all day but it also, it looked like it was, like, wrapped around her neck, and I was like, ugh, she's gonna fucking die, dude. Yeah, that but was yeah. scary. A lot of aerial news. What was it, in, like, Thailand? They don't have, come on. Let's crack down on the kite regulations in Thailand. I've been saying it for years. Dude, I thought it was in Salt Lake City, Utah. Was it? That's what I thought, but uh, we'll have to I didn't to have the our, audio. The we audio gotta have our fact checkers, because I don't want to, don't quote me. I may, I may be wrong. I've been wrong before. All right, so this one, just shout out to the guy who's got a fucking jetpack that lives somewhere in El Segundo, apparently. <laughs> it's just, the, the pilots say he was in within 300 yards of the fucking 747. Their biggest lead is um, a, a group of balloons because, I guess, a few years ago, a guy in a lawn chair flew up with, like, dozens of balloons attached to a chair, but that doesn't make any fucking sense. Shout out to also, is it like you can shoot somebody and there's more guns than people in this country. But if you shoot somebody, they'll track the serial number to like the gun. You know what I mean? And like track your address. Like how many jetpacks have been sold? Like military grade fucking. You know what I mean? There's seven like there's got to be like 12 serial numbers tops. Yeah. Yeah. This guy steal it from a military base. What's is this the fucking green goblin from Spider-Man? We need answers, dude. Um, that's it. Shout out to our man from somewhere off Rosecrans, probably. Um, your turn. What's up? Hold on. Oh, no. And I'm vamping. Um, man, I'm gonna, I gotta rewatch The Shield. Spencer's up. If you guys haven't seen The Shield, you should watch that. What was it on FX? It was. Um, Yeah. Was it was, yeah. I gotta rewatch that because that show is fucking great, and I've just been reading about fucking corrupt cops for a week now. Uh, one of those actors lives down the street from me, LA Bragg. <laughs> LA Bragg, oh, fucking oh, shit. I also just Sorry. watched uh, uh, The Righteous Gemstones, that show was pretty good. That was very intense. 
It was a lot like it had like that vice principles like eastbound and down energy, but it was like more dramatic, which I didn't like. But it, it, I don't know. It turned out well. It was a good season. It was a good season. Yeah, yeah, that I, I enjoyed it thoroughly. All right, so what I got next was kind of a. It's happened in my, uh, I guess, happened to me a couple days ago. You know, a little some. You know, let me tell you about my life kind of situation, if you will. And but, let me uh, tell you about my life. I was in I was in Vallejo for a couple days and I was visiting it's where like I don't know my my lady has an uncle there and he's a all her all her family members are very eccentric weird people and this guy is obsessed with um semi training wild animals and so he has semi training <laughs> Well you know how you can like train sharks like if you feed them enough in the same spot, they'll know to go to that same spot every single day. So you yeah. feed them and whatever. And it was like that, but it's with wild turkeys and raccoons where at one point in the night, there were like eight wild turkeys and six raccoons who showed up and he feeds them. So I guess it's a hats off. He's kind of weird. And that, that's like that's- something that I would never do. But so I was feeding and petting wild raccoons the other day. I got some video of it. It was just a weird, interesting thing to happen. Well, that's how that's you end up with a fucking user. Lockbury monkey situation. Yeah, and it's it's always like because he had he is kind of like a a lonely weirdo. Like he, I don't know. It's he's married and everything, but his uh, I don't. His wife's like nine hundred pounds. And he's like a very active, skinny guy who hikes a lot. So I don't think they have the best relationship. So yeah, I think I this think... guy's just got a problem with feeding things. <laughs> yeah, he does definitely. <laughs> but uh, but I was thinking too about because like he's no, very put that shape. down. That's the turkey's food. That's <laughs> First of all, you don't have to put food out for raccoons. Just don't secure your trash properly. Fucking turkeys. Do you? Where do you get? What does he feed the turkeys? What the fuck do you feed turkeys? Just grains. I didn't, but the, I didn't know there like there are a lot of wild turkeys in Vallejo. I had no idea, and it was funny too because every time the raccoon showed up, this little tiny skunk would show up, but the uh-huh. skunk never got any food. The skunk just kept getting punked. Like I even threw a peanut at the skunk, but I I hit it in the head and then it ran away and got scared. But <laughs> okay. I was fucking too over the hedge with just all the squirrels fucking planning on an attack on the suburbs, and this guy's just feeding them the whole time. Now, I'm not joking. That's how you get a goddamn monkey situation. These guys constantly feeding him. What happened when he goes on vacation? He buys fucking, he buys himself a a plane ticket and fucking his wife three plane tickets, and they get on, they go to fucking Phoenix or wherever fucking shitty people vacation, and they fucking, and then these raccoons show up, and there's no fucking chicken feed. They're gonna go fucking ape shit on the neighbor's house. Yeah, what was really funny that happened, I have a cousin who's just like, she's just accident prone and any all the stupid shit that happens to her, I'm never surprised. But she, um, it was fucking hilarious. She had to fly home one day into her trip. She, she lives in, uh, she lives in Indiana and she has cats and they're indoor outdoor cats. So she left her garage door open like six inches so the cats could get in. And then her friend called her in a panic because a bunch of raccoons went into her house and just destroyed it. Like, went into the cupboards, knocked all the dishes out. And she was telling her friend, like, please get the raccoons out. But she was like, fuck that. I'm not going inside. Dude, I'm raccoons are here. fucking scary. So raccoons my cousin, are no joke. 
my cousin had to fly home like a week early from her vacation just to get these raccoons out of her house. Because what happened to me when I was feeding them, I was I had the peanut in my hand and one of the raccoons went to grab it from my hand. And even just feeling their claw in my hand was very creepy. They're weird little fucking people hands. Yeah, because they're weird and they're smart. They fucking the ones here in L.A. live in the sewers. So when you see them come out, they're like monster raccoons. Oh, yeah, they're, they're the fucking, uh, I don't know, wilderbeast. Because also L.A. has that thing where it's like, there's just like these big, like MacArthur Park is just like this giant random wooded area surrounded by urbanness. So all of those people, they spend like $3 million on a house up there, and then there's fucking coyotes running around at 7 p.m. Yeah. Um, no, raccoons scare me more than fucking coyotes, though. They're like a weird thing, because they'll be nice to you, and they'll like approach you slowly, but they got that like, they'll snap like a cat. When a cat loses it, yeah, and, and it's just fucking fangs out. Yeah, they're cute too. Even when yeah. I was petting them, like they were like I would be feeding them, and there was like the mama raccoon. I was always feeding her first because I'm like, gotta keep mama happy for sure. But Feed the they were bee. like the raccoons. There were plenty of the peanuts for everyone, but they're like fighting and wrestling with each other and shit. But so I don't <laughs> know. It was just like I enjoyed doing it, but it's just so weird. Like I there was this guy I used to. Um, go to the park before work to eat lunch every day. And I would see the same old man every day feeding squirrels. And it's like, what a just a sad, lonely, because they don't like you. They just are trained to eat the food you bring. Yeah, I was at the park. I was at Balboa Park uh, the other day fishing. And I was standing there fishing. And this like whole family of Hasidic Jews came up. And I just noticed them because like the kids are super cute. You ever seen like, especially down in like Wilshire district, you just see like the Hasid families and you're like, yeah, oh, I live in a Hasid neighborhood. So I, I get plenty. Yeah. You, you like see the guy and you're like, why are you wearing that, bro? You're 40. Like, ch- like chill out. It's the middle of summer and you're wearing a fucking a pea coat and a goddamn top hat. But you see the children, like the girls in all their dresses and the, the little boys in suit with their little yarmulkes on. You're like, oh, that's adorable. <laughs> but uh, I was yeah, just that's like, how raccoons are. I was people watching them and the fucking yeah, that's, 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 Jews and raccoons. Jews have never been compared to rodents throughout history, so we can make that claim. We uh, so the uh, I'm standing there and they're literally at the like standing in front of like the whole family's boat. It's all on it's like six people and they're on either side of the please don't feed the duck sign and they're just throwing full slices of bread into the lake. <laughs> and then the, the little boy points up and he's like, "Dad, it says don't feed the duck." And he goes, "That's just a sign." <laughs> I was just like, "Fucking right on, dude." But that's how you get fucking wild ass ducks. Because every now and then I'll be walking around that park, and the ducks and the geese will just start like. There was an old Asian couple just like sitting in their chairs, like back away from the lake, just under a tree, and these fucking geese came up, and they, this guy had a bag of chips, and they're like, "Fucking give me it!" They're with their long necks, just backing at it, like, "Fucking give me it!" Because people feed them, so they expect to get fed. Yeah, and that's why you don't do it, because then they become aggressive when they want food, and that yeah, that I learned that lesson. I I was feeding wild monkeys and costa rica in the fucking jungle and that was the stupidest mistake i could have made <laughs> because now they're like oh this is the food source yeah i fed them once before but i was on a boat so they came to the edge so i could get away but when i literally had to sprint out of the rainforest because i ran out of food and then they started baring their teeth at me and it was really freaky man so yeah it's just yeah don't feel wild they can get their own food and they're like people who do that they're doing it for their own selfish reasons because yeah exactly they're lonely oh oh so, it was fun we'll put the video on our social media you can check it out um all right 
let's go to the next one. So this one, I'm going to go here. Uh, so I, uh, the FBI, I guess, put out a report saying they're worried that the Ring doorbells and, like, you know, other brands, but, you know, I'm talking about the little video camera doorbells. Oh, yeah, I saw this. Uh, they're starting to get reports from a bunch of cops that uh, that they don't like it because uh, there's uh, people are using it to spy on the cops. Criminals are using ring doorbells, so they see when like raids are coming or whatever. Yeah, because you can put them wherever. Like if you got like you know what I mean, you don't have to put them on your front door. Some people put them on their gate for like the FedEx guy and stuff. But uh, it's just hilarious because well, first of all, this is a gloves off. Because, first of all, it's like, I don't know. That's just something you're going to have to figure out. You know what I mean? Hey, maybe no more, like, no-knock warrants, you know? You throw one too many flashbangs in a baby's crib and just murder innocent women. Yeah, so you've you killed gotta... enough dogs, so... Uh... Yeah, no, let's, no more no-knock warrants. How about when... Because uh, I was just reading my, like, voter guide for um, uh, the upcoming election, and one of the things is they're trying to get rid of bail, because they say it's discriminatory. So, like, if you get arrested, if you're wealthy, you um, can post bail. But if you're poor, you can't afford bail. You just have to sit in jail and wait. Yeah, which is the worst, especially if you're innocent. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, it's yeah. like, cool, I wasn't convicted of the crime I didn't commit. But I did spend nine months in fucking county. <laughs> and I have a lot of trauma now that I have to deal with. Um. Which it is unfortunate, but also it's just like, I mean, hey man, uh, don't I worry. Mean, I, I, there's a fun middle ground, I believe. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna solve it all on September seventh when I start jury duty. So uh, we'll, like, we'll, I'm we'll sorry. Take care. Of it. No, I'm just uh, saying I'm gonna take care of all these flaws <laughs> in the system. I mean, don't yeah. Do. The uh, yeah, I'm gonna send you in there to iron these things out, but. To go back to the story, it's like, I don't like that their solution is just let everybody out then. So even when somebody's like clearly guilty or like can't post bail, you know what I mean? They just, they charge you and then they release you until your trial. And they're saying this is going to save money because you're not uh, like housing them or whatever. That's their whole pitch. But really it's like, yeah, but these people aren't going to show up for trial. Like most people don't show up for trial. And now... We, what do you, you have to like hire like law enforcement? You have to like bounty hunters. You know what I mean? You're putting contracts on people now, and then you get like you know now now you have a whole like a uh, new department of police that are or not new department, but it's going to be twice the size it was of them hunting down you know warrants because people just aren't going to show up. Um, anyway, my point to do with this is like, hey, you guys wouldn't have to like be mad at ring doorbells if you just didn't let all the criminals go. You know what I mean? Well, and they did the same thing, which was really stupid when Waze came out, because Waze has a feature where it's like, if there's a pothole, you click a button to let other drivers know to avoid yeah. the pothole. And there's a one for cops, so it lets you know there's a cop in front of you. And the cops were saying that they need to take that off of the app because it's dangerous for the police, because that means everyone knows where they are, which is... Pretty much what cops, and when I think of cops, I don't think of people hiding. I'd like I'd imagine, like to know where you are, sir. I'd like to know where you are, so if I uh, need some help or something, then I could find you. But uh, well, you're, the, you're also just kind of supposed to be spread out. I'm not like, 
Like who's like are they thinking like somebody's gonna ambush them? I mean, it doesn't sound that crazy these days if you go up to like Portland or something where these people are flipping out still. But like there I'm just warning you there's a DUI checkpoint. It's not like people are like, ah, now we know where the cops are. Let's go get them. It's like, how yeah. is that dangerous for you? You're not the guy like, you know, like I said, like serving warrants or like fucking up people's lives in like a violent way. You're just fucking making them touch their nose and do the ABCs backwards. No one's gonna fucking that's like you're like, hey, well let's there's a war on meter maids. It's like, no, that's the very <laughs> lowest level of law enforcement. I don't really give a shit about the guy that's blowing a whistle in front of the Hollywood Bowl directing traffic. Yeah, he's the least of my worries. And yeah, yeah, I would argue we should know where cops are for our own safety. If I was driving down the street being chased by a maniac, I would like to be like, cool, there's a cop in a half a mile. I'm going to go talk to him. Well, it's like, like you look in Europe and like most of, I don't know about other countries, but like in England, uh, Germany... The cops all wear like roadside vests, like the orange vest with the yellow stripes on them. Because it's like, I want to be able to. That's why you're here. I need to pick you out of a fucking crowd, dude. <laughs> but like, you just have like LAPD wearing like fucking ghillie suits while they're giving somebody a breathalyzer. It's like, dude, chill the fuck out. Um, but yeah, also, this is a weird one. It's also a, a gloves off because I think there's something tricky going on with this story. I think they're just trying to like. I think it's like a, a public, uh, like a PR thing to get back at Ring. Because Ring is owned by Amazon, and Amazon got in trouble last year because they partnered with like 200 police departments because um, they were just sharing data. So like if a crime happened, they don't even need the owner of the Ring's permission. They just go to Amazon, give them like the address or the unit or whatever, and they can just retrieve the footage. Huh. So it's All like... Right. It's like added like CCTV cameras. You know what I mean? Where you're like you're watching fucking NCIS. And they're like, is that camera on at the gas station across the street? And then they get a plate number. But now they're just using rings for that. So everybody's got one of these fancy fucking doorbells, and the police can just subpoena that footage. Uh, yeah, it should work both ways. You get to subpoena my ring footage. I get a thirty second heads up when you're gonna <laughs> fucking when you're gonna no knock my house for a for a fucking drug warrant. Hats off to you, sir. Yeah, so, I don't know. It's it's just weird to me. Um, that's it for that. I got another cop-related one, but I'll let you go. I got a, I got a hats off. This is a recurring theme on our show. We have covered this topic many times. And, uh, well, we got another Catholic. We got another high school teacher who's been banging students. Woo! Here we go. What's the deal? Catholic high school. Here are the deets. One thing, before I even get into the story, what I'm thinking is pretty fucked up. Every time I read an article about a woman banging an underage boy, the, the headline is always like, teacher arrested for having sex with student. And whenever yeah. it's a man doing it to a girl, it's like sexual assault, rape. And yeah. they, never, they never call the women out for rape or sexual assault. They just say they had sex with a student. Yeah, that was like they even do that. Like I was, I saw a Ghislaine Maxwell article when it's like, uh, you know, billionaire who had sex with fifteen-year-old. I'm like, that shouldn't be a sentence unless the other guy was fifteen. <laughs> it's like, he, no, she raped a fifteen-year-old. Yeah, that's how like this is. To frame it like that. Or it's like as cool as we think it is that teachers are banging their students. It's still rape in the technical sense. But uh, so this lady was arrested, multiple charges, second-degree assault. She had sex with. This boy, he says, sixty times over eighteen months. They did it. <laughs> they did it in 
their car in both their houses. They did it in the lady's mom's house. They did it in the lady's mom's house across the street. And But the thing is, is this lady from the school, the prosecutors gave her super supervisor supervisory i don't know i can't say this word but uh and dis- disciplinary power over the students so what this specific it, student yeah so she had dis- disciplinary power over the students so is it really sexual assault if that's how she chooses to discipline <laughs> <laughs> don't Someone's give her a bad boy yeah don't give her that power if you're not going to let her, you know, flex it in the way she wants. The way she disciplines her students is her business. But this is what the best part about it if is. If anything, that's like the most ancient reward system that we have as animals. It's like, yo, I'll treat you with pussy. You, be, you stop fucking talking in back of class and I'll fucking blow you after the football game. Yeah, that's fair. But so she was actually also a lacrosse coach. She was voted coach of the year. Oh, in 2018. This is, this is not the kind. There's only two types of female lacrosse coaches like the ones you don't want to have sex with and the de- ones you definitely want to have sex with. <laughs> but the best part about it, she was also voted coolest teacher in the yearbook. Coolest teacher? Yeah. Fuck that. Oh, man, that went to her head immediately. So I'm what thinking. If, what if that was she, the inside joke? Did the students vote on that? Like they all knew she was fucking giving out handies before fucking JV volleyball, and they're like, yeah. oh, "I know who fucking coolest teacher is. I know how I'm striking my ballot for." Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure if she was voted coolest teacher, she banged more than this one kid. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> this is where it really is a hats off because it's gloves off to this boy for opening his mouth. If she was coolest teacher and she banged this one guy sixty times. There are a bunch of boys at that school who kept their goddamn mouth shut. And so I'm proud off of them. to you, sir. No, no, those, those kids rule. So, yeah, that's it. Pretty cool teacher, but she's going, let's see if she's the, voted the coolest prisoner. We'll find out. <laughs> nah, they don't serve long. What it like Mary J. Letourneau? Mary Kay Letourneau? Didn't she do like 10 years or something like that? Yeah, I don't know how long she did. Not long. She's out. They like got married and had more kids and shit. Oh yeah, they did. They got married and divorced. I, I'm pretty sure they got divorced, but they had a good thing going for a while. That's yeah. It's not a bad situation, dude. I don't get like what kind of pressure. Like you got to be some fucking nerd because what was it? Sixty times over eighteen months. That's a solid fucking ratio. Yeah, that's <laughs> a lot of banging. That's, that's enough legit. time to really get to know the person. Yeah, not only that is like she's hanging out in his like fucking late nineties Camaro, there, you know, what I mean? like or his fucking Pontiac Sunfire, whatever <laughs> teenager's first car is, and then, uh, <laughs> then, like, what is the math on that? That's what if you fucked every day, sixty days is two months. So, but they spread that out. So that's like a nice like once a week bang. Yeah, two months over a year and a half. Yeah. That's fucking solid, dude. <laughs> and to, to get away with it for that long. Because if they're doing it in cars and parking lots, I mean, odds are someone's going to be like, yo, ain't that the science teacher over at the high school? That's she another... was the coolest teacher, I remember. <laughs> she, she got voted coolest teacher. She got voted best hand jobs. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, fuck. What was it? Oh, that's it. The, the pattern I'm noticing with all of these cases is the male teachers are super like careful about it 
it's always like, oh, in the gym or like they were like student government and they, it happened at like eight o'clock at night or like he came and picked her up. You know what I mean? There's always like weird sneakiness. But when the women do it, like they're fucking at their friend's house. They're fucking at their mom's house. They're, fucking, <laughs> they're just having sex like on the fucking principal's desk. It's just like the most brazen, ridiculous shit. They're like bringing that, la- that last story we did where uh, she invited another teacher in on it. <laughs> they were just three time in this kid at fucking his parents' house. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, guys are definitely better at keeping their mouth shut and doing it sneakily. Like, I don't know. It seems like, uh, like I'm sure women cheat just as much as guys, except guys get in trouble because the girls they're doing it with talk a lot. Whereas, like, <laughs> you know, like, if someone's in a relationship, like, let's say, like, uh, I cheat on my lady, and then I end it, like, I break up with the girl I'm cheating with, that girl's going to then you know, DM my lady and be like, I just thought you should know that, you know, I had sex with your boyfriend, so he's probably, yeah. you know, so I want to let you know. Uh, hey, I, 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 yeah, Guys I just want to be a good person here. I feel bad, and you just deserve to know, even though it's just like, oh, he broke up with me. I'm going to fuck his life up. Yeah, that's what it is. And when, uh, yeah, and when, <laughs> so when the girl cheats ridiculous. with the guy, the guy's you know, no matter how it ends, he's not going to he's never going to hit up the guy and go, I just thought you should know because you're a good person, blah, blah, blah. Oh, uh, no. I mean, I'd like to I'd like to like uh, agree with you there. But there's there's some fucking sissy boys parading as men nowadays. Yeah, they, well, they'd get up there and be like, hey, just it's that guy that's been their friend for like six years. is trying to get in their pants. He's like, hey. Don't freak out, and it might not even have been him, but I think I saw your fucking boyfriend at the fucking bar with fucking this... I, I, I went to say hi, but then I realized it wasn't you, and I just thought you should know, and if you if you ever need someone to talk to, I'm right here. Yeah, yeah, I'm right here with my fucking hard dick in my pants. The, the craziest <laughs> cheating getting caught story was a woman got caught cheating on her husband because the guy was looking at a park on Google Maps... And his lady was on a bench making out with the dude. Oh, that's tight. On Google Maps. Yeah, that's Google Street View, dude. You're you're on the app inside the app. Oh, yeah, Street View. So that's how he caught his lady was he was just looking at a park on the internet and there's a picture of her macking. That sucks. I mean, I'm, I only have like one of those. I think I'm, I was like just looking at like fucking Belgium or something. <laughs> you know, I'm just doing Google Street View. I'm like, oh, shit, cool little river here. And then you just see like a lady trip. And you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, they caught it. You just, <laughs> but I never see cool shit on Google Street View. I think I've got, like, one from, like, 12 years ago. Well, yeah, the only cool thing you see is, like, when, when Street View first came out and you would do it and be like, look, my car's in the driveway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my stepmom doesn't even have that car anymore. How old is this? Yeah. Um, fuck. All right, so shout out to that girl, that, that lady, and... Uh, I'm voting for her. I'm gonna fucking I'm gonna 21 Jump Street that fucking high school just so I can vote for her for fucking coolest. <laughs> Even though she's in prison. Whatever, she can be like a tutor or something. If Orange is the New Black has taught me anything, she'll she'll thrive in prison. It's that prison is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Scary but hilarious. Hiscarious. That's what it is. All right, so I've got a, a gloves off. And we're going back to the police, specifically the Los Angeles Sheriff's Department. 
operating specifically. Well, this is like a general. This is an umbrella gloves off. Because I, I, I fucking I feel bad because I've I feel bad for the police right now. Because every cop I know is like a good guy, and I know there's like shitty guys, and they have like their whole fucking like blue coat and just a lot of like. But it's all politics. You've been in a situation before where like it's like. Why are you judging? You, you don't even have the nuts to ask your fucking boss for a raise. You know what I mean? And you're like judging these people whose life is on the line. Like if they turn in a dirty cop and you're a cop, they start like harassing you. And there's just like so many layers to it. But this is just a full on gloves off. And I apologize. Um, because uh, a, uh, what was it? a Compton sheriff's deputy, uh, they just found out d- via whistleblower that he blew a fucking kid's head off to join a police gang. so basically i've been looking at this for like three days and essentially the shield is real because i always knew about like back in the 90s like the la crash units you've heard the stories like the rampart division and like all these weird little teams where they formed but basically like they were like the guys who deal with like the worst of the worst so they were like maniacs because they had like the shit they did it was like fucking colin farrell from true detective season two where, like, they just yeah. have to be, like, these weird alcoholic broken people just to deal with this fucking job. Um, but then they got crazy where they started, like, extorting people. They murdered a guy. They, like, yeah, tortured well, people and stole drug money. They, and then they ended up, like, getting even more brazen and, like, robbed banks and stuff. So, like... Jesus. Yeah, the L.A. Rampart was fucking gnarly. Crash units in general, like, half of them were found to be corrupt. And they did it like Catholic priests where they just kind of shuffled them around and, like, see, there's, <laughs> it's done. You're going to see me, Valley. Yeah, but it's like a fucking movie where, like, these off-duty cops are going and, like, robbing banks or they were, like, wheelmen for, uh, like, getaway drivers for other shit or... Uh, well, yeah, I were, mean, like, a lot of uh, cops get Enforcers jobs. for hire. Yeah, yeah, but instead of working at the Staples Center, this guy's like, oh, I'll go beat the shit out of those drug dealers. Oh, your yeah, competition's of- moving in on you? Hire these three cops to go beat the shit out of the guy. Um... And it was like fucking, it was like the town where they're just walking in with like fucking billy clubs and hockey masks. And they were just fucking people up and intimidating people, kidnapping people, ransoming, you know, shit like that. Um, (laughs) So the funny ones I found were um, the Jump Out Boys, which I thought was hilarious. Because I've heard that before, but it was always like derogatory, you know? Dudes would be like, yo, Popo's here. You know what I'm, scuzzy people. I've heard refer to them as the Jump Out Boys. But it was, like, meant to be derogatory. One of these, like, internal police gangs used that. So I kind of like that. It's, like, where you use, like, the slur to, to like, strengthen yourself. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I you embrace, gone. like, uh, yeah, you got, like, uh, I used to work with a guy, and his nickname was Pumbaa, because he looked like the disgusting warthog from The Lion King. Exactly. And normally, normally people would not like that, but he got that ingr- stitched onto his... Sh- Onto a chef's jacket because yes, yeah, so it's like come after me. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah. hurt. Um, Sticks and stones, baby. Um, and the, in the '90s, what was it? The other one was the Vikings. They were big. They were like a white supremacist gang within the police department. And it's hilarious because like these guys get tacked. Anyway, so we cut out a little bit. I don't know where we left off, but basically I was just making fun of these fucking goofballs because their names. They all come up. There's the Vikings, the Jump Out Boys, the Regulators, the 2000 and 3000 Boys, which is, it's like putting your address. It's like, oh, I wonder, like, Internal Affairs couldn't find these guys. They're named after the fucking floor they're on. Um, so they're criminals and they're dumb. 
Yeah, yeah. They're just a bunch of. They're like the bro cops who got who got evil. Yeah, it's basically like, and like some of these guys are like straight up hitmen. Like I'm looking up, like they had like fucking just you know killings. You could just hire them to if you want somebody murdered. But they had like rules, which is the whole reason this is a glove off is because. Did you see that story from I think it was like Los Feliz or Echo Park, where the uh, there's a guy drunk driving. He kept just like sideswiping cars and shit, and the cops just let him go. No, I didn't see that. So apparently, their justification was like this guy was fucking hammered and he was driving. He was just sideswiping like every fifth car and just fucking things up. So the cops pulled him over, and then they ended up letting him go because they're like, "What do you want me to do? Like, this guy's fucking clearly hammered, but." If I if I cross the line whatsoever, it's going to be a national story, and we're going to have riots in L.A. for another fucking six weeks. Yeah, it's like the same where like they're they like, have, I'd rather take like a reprimand from my superior than start like another national riot. Yeah, that's when it gets scary. I mean, that's like, yeah, that's what people worry about in this situation. When I mean, they let all those looters go, and it's like, it's like. It's like they're becoming grocery store security where it's like, yeah, technically I have this taser and uniform, but I'm not allowed to physically restrain anyone. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who steals, I can't stop them physically. So mm-hmm. uh, basically my job is pointless. So therefore I will help bag groceries. That's it. Basically all cops are now like Ross loss prevention. <laughs> oh, that's bad. We're just, we're just here to be a presence. It's like, what the fuck are you going to do? I know, like, to what you're saying, like, uh, like, I mean, fuck, I guess you you guys, you can take this guy's plate down and, like, you know, follow him home or, you know, like, come to his house later. I don't know what the fuck you, but I'm in the same shoes as a cop where I'm like, yeah, fuck that. Like, what do you want me to do? And then they they release people so frequently, like, all these people getting arrested for uh, fucking up the rest of the protests, you know, these small pockets of rioters and yeah. All, All the charges shit. get dropped. What, yeah, but they they get arrested and then they're out the next morning. Like the guy, one of the guys that got shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin, was. Uh, I'm echoing. Big time. Oh, Big me time. too. I'm echoing. God damn it, man! We're struggling today. Sorry, fans. We're we we try to ignore the technical difficulties, but uh, Jeremy's dog's walking across the keyboard right now, just fucking things up like fucking Baby's Day Out. We got, um, what was it? Oh, the Kenosha guy. He literally got arrested, like, earlier in the riots. Because um, he was, like, a... I think it might have been different guys, but he was, like, a sexual offender, and he had a, illegally had a handgun, because he's a felon. And then, and then they let him out, and then, like, weeks later, he gets shot in the arm, because he shot at that fucking Kyle uh, kid. Who killed three people or killed two people and shot this guy in the fucking arm? But it's like, you want me to feel bad for this guy who like just got arrested at the riots for having a gun, and then like weeks later he's back at the fucking riots. Where it's like he's probably there the whole time. <laughs> just, this is, he he just finally po- popped his head up again on the radar. Um, this is turning into a real Blue Lives Matter. Fuck the Rampart Division. Fuck the Jump Out Boys. Please don't. Yep. Please don't bug me. I'm just my whole point of all of this is like guys. I even get there's, like, hardcore cliques and gangs and stuff inside the police departments, but it's like, now is not the time. 
Just let 2020 be a leisure year. Just let a couple things slide. Be that cop in Echo Park and be like, I'd rather just cool things down a little bit than give this guy like a $6,000 ticket and fucking defensive driving classes. <laughs> it's a thin um, blue line. It's a thin blue line. It's a thin blue line. You pieces of shit. Um, so that's it. I'm out of fucking topics, dude. All right. I got one more. All right, what do you got? I got a hats off. Hats off. Hats off, hats off to, off you, to you, sir. you, sir. To uh, quote whoever the hell that guy was at the Republican National Convention, this story, it's a hats off to Donald J. President. <laughs> and uh, this, this, is, this came from a book. <laughs> this came from a book written by Sarah Sanders, who is on Trump's side. So this is a story that's supposed to be kind of funny. Uh, she's not against Trump in this. But uh, yeah, basically, PSAC. basically, she was hanging out with Trump and Kim Jong-un, and she looked up and saw Kim was staring at her. And she said, we made eye contact, and then Kim nodded at me and winked. She was so stunned, and she just quickly looked away, looked down at her notes, and was like, what just happened? Did he just hit on me? And uh, then I think later, we got a bargaining chip. <laughs> yeah. Later, they were in Trump's limo, a.k.a. The Beast. That's really why it's a hats off is because he named his limo The Beast. I think that's Trump, what it's called. And Trump started saying, Kim Jong-un hit on you. He did. He fucking hit on you. <laughs> and then Sarah Sanders, who's a devout Christian, said, sir, please stop. And then Trump responds with, well, Sarah, that settles it. You're going to have to go to North Korea and take one for the team. <laughs> Your husband and kids will miss you. Your husband and kids will miss you, but you'll be a hero to this country. And then Trump and Kelly supposedly howled with laughter because he's met with Kim Jong-un three times and he's not been able to convince him to get rid of his nuclear weapons, which should be a miracle. So if Sarah Sanders went over to North Korea, banged out Kim Jong-un like the coolest high school teacher, then maybe she could really save America. Trade that BBW for some WMDs. <laughs> and then in the same article, they started talking about that auto guy who was that student who went to North Korea and the North Korea... Uh, Oh, he had a weird name. His name was like Otto Beer Drinker or something. Warm Beer? Warm Beer. Yeah, Otto Warm Beer. Otto Warm Beer. And so this story was gnarly. How how much of a shithead was your great-grandfather? You got the name Warm Beer. Yeah, big shithead. Total alcohol. Hi, my name is Gus Stirs Vodka with my finger. Yeah, I'd I'd want ice cold beer for sure, not warm (laughs) beer. But, uh. Dude, that'd be be even worse. Fucking ice beer. (laughs) (laughs) Some dude putting fucking ice cubes in his Michelob. But that was for North Korea. This was a cold ass move because they detained him in North Korea, sent him back to us in a coma. So no one knows what happened to him. He eventually died. But Trump says um, Trump says, like, yes, some pretty awful things happen to Otto. Although Kim Jong Un told him he didn't know about it. And so Trump's taken his word for it. I, I like to believe that because, like, a lot of times you people view politics as, like, house of cards. But sometimes it's just, like, it's Veep, you know? Where it's, like, I don't know if you've seen that show, but um, it's much more, like, when these guys get together, it's like an old boys club. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, 
they're not really like you know I, I don't think world leaders are like this guy's evil it's like they're on such the level where they're like yeah i fucking got you dude you're like oh yeah you got me on that one uh, all right we're not signing that fucking climate deal or whatever or at least pre-trump but i think trump and kim jong-un he's probably like hey, you know what, dude i believe him he's like i you know i didn't dude truthfully i know it was a whole scandal and everything but you know how we are it's, it's a lot of like you know dark military stuff going on i don't know about everything i feel bad about it but i'd, I'd yeah. like to just turn over a new page yeah it's like kim jong-un dennis rodman and trump all hanging out in like brazil and he's like <laughs> hey man i swear he was drunk he had nothing to do with, he, he would have told me the truth honestly dude that's that's my uncle kim he's he's a fucking maniac he does all types of stuff i don't know <laughs> about but it's it's a whole thing if i get into it then it's constantly just checking him and it's just more of an effort and I apologize. We're usually just torturing our own people. We're sorry we caught up this guy. But, dude, he tried to steal a poster. And then Trump would still be like, "You got, it is against the rules. He did try to steal a poster. There's, you know, actions have consequences. Yeah, if he wouldn't have stolen it, he wouldn't, he wouldn't you know, he wouldn't have been there. That was like um, the Kenosha sheriff when he spoke. He, um, oh, man, he's such a fucking dumbass thing to say but basically he was saying that the people who got killed by that teenager that they were at the protest past curfew so if they would have listened to law enforcement and gone home at curfew then they would still be alive he's not wrong yeah yeah no sure that's definitely a true statement also uh, I, but at the, that's that, a little cold when your citizens just get murdered for it. you're like well it was his bedtime. You would have never walked in on mommy and daddy snorting heroin and fucking if you were went to bed like you're supposed to. Well, yeah, but also like that guy that got, I think got shot in the chest and the head. He got shot like seven times. The dude who hit him with the skateboard. But also for me, I'm like, I don't, I'm, not, I'm removing all like political sides out of this. I'm like, no, you deserve that. Like the guy has an assault rifle. You tried to hit him with a skateboard, dude. You didn't even bring a knife to a gunfight. He doesn't even have just a gun. He has a badass gun. And you don't even have a knife, dude. Like, yeah, that's what happens. That's literally, you you swung a skateboard at a guy with a fucking AR-15. I don't know what to tell you, you man. You know what was insane? After You've got he no killed, critical thinking. There's video after he, they showed, so I watched the video of the guy getting shot in the back seven times. Looked pretty brutal. They didn't really give the guy the benefit of the doubt. But there's video of the guy. Uh, the teenager, he had just killed those people, and he's walking down the street with his AR-15, and the cop pulls over and is like, hey, man, are you all right? How are you doing? And he, had just, <laughs> he had just killed two people, and the cops are asking him how he's doing, and then the cops are like, is there anyone injured over there? And he's like, yeah, there are some injuries, and the cops keep driving, and this guy keeps walking. Oh, It does not Christ. look good on him. And then this is a little unrelated to the... Um, Kim Jong-un, because just the idea of Trump saying, hey, you got to take one for the team for America <laughs> fucking really cracks me up. But th there's video that got released to Trump and he didn't think uh, he was being recorded. He didn't know, but he was meeting with all these first responders and he was autographing Trump pictures of them. And you can hear him say multiple times when he gives them to the guys like, hey, sell this on eBay, 10 bucks. 10 bucks on eBay. So he's autographing these pictures, trying to make, trying to get some cash for these first responders. I don't think, yeah, I don't, I mean, that's a solid move though, where you're like, hey, I don't have a 50 on me, but you sell this. You know what I mean? I'm handing you currency if you do the legwork. But that's, that thing, 
and the limo discussion, I think are all like kind of blown out of proportion. You know what I mean? Like this is like, that's just all, that's also just a funny thing to say. You're the president, like signing a picture for somebody. You're like, Hey, you get 10 bucks for this on eBay. Like, that's a funny thing. If the president said that. Yeah, especially because it's ten bucks. Like it's like like if if Obama said that, the news would be talking about it for six weeks. How fucking graceful he is. Uh, or like George Bush fucking. Now watch this drive. Um, <laughs> but the fucking the limo thing strikes me the same way. Where he's probably just like they're probably sitting next to each other, and she's like, you know, breaking things down or like informing him of something going down an itinerary, and he's like, "Hey, I saw Kim Jong Un flirting with you. You might have to go." Eh. It's the same thing as like. When there's a homeless guy walking down the street, and I'm like, hey, Spencer, your boyfriend's here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's a funny joke. And, I mean, she I mean, she put it in her book, and she's, you would think that she's like a Trump hater, but she's like, no, it's a funny interaction. Kim Jong-un I think it shows wanted, how charismatic he is. Yeah, Kim Jong-un wanted to fuck me. Uh, we made a little <laughs> joke about it. Uh, I would do the same thing. Literally, if, if you and I were in that same situation, I would, I would joke about selling you to fucking North Korea. For a couple bombs, just give us half of them. Yeah, one blowy for half your weapons, no problem. You do like a weird dinner where you have to have dinner like in the middle of a basketball stadium that he built just for Denver Rodman, but it's like Mister Deeds, so it's just like this weird candlelit dinner with like these giant captains' chairs just in the middle of a basketball arena. <laughs> oh well, uh, yeah, that's all I got. Um, got God bless Donald J. President which is still the funniest thing I've ever heard anyone say. That's what he called them. He goes, and we have, and all our votes are going to Donald J. President. I don't oh, know the guy's uh, name who said it, but it's so fucking funny, dude. That is hilarious. Um, yeah, I mean, because you're never going to like speak like that again at that capacity. You know what I mean? No one's going to trust you. Again. Like, you blew it, dude. We put you in shortstop for the fucking playoff game. You made one <laughs> bad throw. Sorry. We can't start you. You're done. You're 13. You got one goddamn shot, and you're fucking done. Donald J. President. I'm looking up this guy's name. It's great. It's a. Uh, I. Saw, it was all over the internet. I don't know if this needs to be on the pod. I don't need to shout him out. I just want to watch the fucking clip. Well, let's. We'll post the clip on our on our Instagrammers. There you go. The guy's name is Big Dan. So you guys fucking watch out for that on Insta. Do the math. All right, so that's it. Um, Jeremy gave himself a little editing work. It's been another <laughs> wonderful episode. Sorry for the, the tech diffs, as we say in the industry. Don't worry. Someone will get fired for that. Either Sandra or Gary. One of the interns is going down for that one. We, we don't tolerate mistakes like that. Um, but we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Make sure you go follow at Hogopod. Any comments, corrections, suggestions, or good old-fashioned hate mail, all dick pics go to at Robot Spencer. I'm at Mitchell Phillip. Um, go trash at Beam Jeremy for running a shoddy <laughs> <laughs> I don't Jeremy like the sound. <laughs> He's just hyping himself. Hey, just can you guys just pick up back up uh, where we didn't skip? Um, See, all right, I, I love you, this you guys. Guy wasn't cool. What? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. Sorry. All right. Uh-